And welcome to Awful Flicks. Well, that's all the time we've got. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Jesse P.S. of the Pod Awful Program Podcast. And as always, joining me via Skype is Parker Bowman of the Pool Party Radio Podcast and Junk Food Dinner Parker. How you doing? I Even if I were to live in New York, I would always join you via Skype just to hear the awesome <laughs> echoey Skype introduction. Even if you were in the room with me, I would introduce you that way. <laughs> It's preferable, I if, feel. If we ever meet in real life, I will just shout to whoever happens to be nearby, joining me via Skype! <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone will just look at us like we're insane. Yeah. Which we are insane, by the way, because we are about to watch the film Starship Troopers. Yeah, especially after uh, last time we did those Hollow Men's. We did a Hollow and- Men, which is a Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, same director here, so we didn't learn our lesson. No, no. In fact, I think, um, if anything, we're just going to continue making this mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Things are just going to get rapier and spacier and rapier. Well, you know, that's an interesting thing, is Hollow Men was (laughs) released after Starship Troops, and I, I find that each of his movies becomes progressively rapier, so this movie won't be quite as rapey as the last. Yeah, that's probably true. Although the anomaly is uh, Showgirls, which was quite rapey and before both of those, I believe. But was it as rapey as Holloman, where the plot was to uh, be rapey? Well. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. That I was like, the plot. <laughs> yeah, there were some good subplots in Showgirls that were rapey, but I guess the plot itself was not about rape. Right. It was about, I mean, you know, there's going to be some of that if your movie's called Showgirls. But if you make an Invisible Man movie, the plot doesn't have to be rape. <laughs> yeah. So you're trying extra hard. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole movie was about a man who dedicated his life to becoming invisible so that he could rape. <laughs> and luckily for all of us, he succeeded. <laughs> uh, but this is not God. this is not Holloman. Let's not yes. get it confused. This is the Starship Troopers episode. Long awaited. You know, people have been begging us to do this, Parker. There, there have been begs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's been Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> Ed Begley Jr. emailed us and he asked us to do this movie. Why is he famous, by the way? <laughs> uh, he has a really big penis, they say. Is that true? Well, he's a very yeah. tall ga- guy. Yeah. Do you think and, his uh, penis is green? <laughs> probably. He, li- he eats a lot of organic food. Mm-hmm. He likes to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. He calls it his green thumb. <laughs> <laughs> his penis? Mm-hmm. That makes it sound much less large than I've been led to believe. Well, yes. <laughs> I was going to argue that the thumb is like, you know, wider, but that's not lengthwise, right? So yeah. it doesn't really matter. Also, he's got a big fingernail at the end of his penis. <laughs> oh, God. this is You're describing nearly 80% of my nightmares <laughs> where there are fingernails on penises. It would be a horrific reality to live in. The other 20% of my nightmares involve teeth falling out. <laughs> also scary. 
Have you, do you have these nightmares, by the way? Is that just me? I think that's just you. Okay. Well, it is horrifying. If you ever dream of your teeth falling out, report back because it is the worst. You will wake up in a, in a cold sweat. Have you ever had a dream where uh, your teeth fell out of your penis? Oh, every yeah, yeah. That, I didn't describe. That's how that happens. <laughs> oh yeah, that's horrific. Yeah, I have those dreams. <laughs> okay, yeah, that. not out of my mouth. That doesn't make any uh, sense. My teeth are firmly rooted into my mouth. <laughs> Can you even yeah, remove a tooth from a mouth? <laughs> it's very difficult. Okay, penis teeth fall out all the time though. Well, they're babies. <laughs> Yeah. All right, what are we talking about? Starship Troopers <laughs> is the movie we're doing today. In case somehow this is your first go-round with Awful Flicks, the way this works is we will uh, be doing a comedy commentary over top of the movie Starship Troopers. If you don't have the uh, the film you know, in your DVD collection, don't worry. The whole idea here is to fire up Netflix, which you either have it or you, have so- you know somebody with a password for it, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's how ninety percent of people get it. Yeah, exactly. Ninety percent of all people are just using. So I'm I host a podcast where we make fun of Netflix movies, and I am using somebody else's password. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and grab you know your your uncle Jeff's Netflix password and fire up Starship Troopers. We're gonna talk over top of it. How, how you're gonna you might ask yourself. Well, then why am I even bothering? I don't know, man. (laughs) I hope you've seen the movie before, I guess. Why are we doing this, Parker? Aren't we just ruining movies? (laughs) I think, well, I mean, you know, when originally we did Mac and Me and stuff, I thought we were making movies better. But now we're doing genuinely good movies. So maybe we are ruining movies. See, that's that's something that's a that's a hotly contested opinion because. When this film came out, I would say it was a bomb, wasn't it? Am I misremembering that? I believe you're correct. The it made back its budget, but but it only made a little bit over uh considering the the budget. It was 105 million. It made back 121 122 million. Uh which sounds great, right? But but this was supposed to be like the big blockbuster of 1997, you know? Yeah, that's not good for a big blockbuster, especially when you're living in the days of uh, Joel Schumacher's Batman. <laughs> right, exactly. Ice to see you. <laughs> so uh, I think I think the problem, we were just discussing this before we began, the problem with this movie wasn't the movie itself. The movie itself, fairly enjoyable, not great. Good special effects. Acting is terrible. <laughs> I think I think we'll all be in agreement. In agreement yeah. after after that, after this is over, that the acting is very bad. Yeah, that's usually what you get from Verhoeven, as he usually just says, "Who are the hottest people I can find?" Right, and and science fiction in general is usually not a, a well acted genre. That's true. It's just a a good, a nice to look at, and an interesting to think about genre. <laughs> Yeah, and it's hard to be a good actor when you're acting against a giant bug. Uh, tell that to Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was I in that movie, The Iron Lady versus the Bugs, recently. I was trying. I was trying so hard to pull an actor who kind of looks like a bug, and instead of going immediately to Steve Buscemi, <laughs> yeah, I said Meryl Streep. 
<laughs> you could have gone with Buscemi. You could have gone with Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so this movie, it, it is a fairly enjoyable one, but there's plenty to pull from here. So what you're going to do is we are, uh, I want you to go ahead. If you've got your starship troopers ready, fire it up. You're going to see the TriStar pictures logo. It's going to say TriStar blah, blah, blah presents. And then the title card that says starship troopers, which by the way, it's a very plain font. (laughs) They, yeah, they could have really jazzed it up a little. They truly spared every expense <laughs> for this title card. But anyway, you're going to see the Starship Troopers, uh, fa- the title card here. I want you to pause it right when you see it, right when those words come up on screen, Starship Troopers. Give the DVD, give the Netflix stream a pause. And we are going to play a little countdown. It's going to say three, two, one, play. And you fire them, you, you you fire it back up, and we'll just keep going from there. Sounds good, right? I think it sounds great. Okay, and remember, if we're if we're talking too loud over the movie, you have volume knobs. Figure it out, Mac. Uh, I feel like there's honestly people out there who are like, "This is nope. The sound is not working for me." Just adjust your iTunes settings. I don't know. You do it. Turn us way down so it sounds like we're whispering to you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And put and sit in front of your computer so with your back to it so that we're just two people in the movie theater behind you. You know, like the, the guys that think they're funny in the movie theater. Yeah. That's the perfect way to listen to this show. <laughs> that's essentially what we're doing. Yeah. I swear we're funny. Uh, we're the, we're the ones that that say exactly the best thing to say during the trailers at the movie theater. Yeah, those guys who like practice beforehand because they know the battleship trailers coming exactly before Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah, somebody you know Liam Neeson in Battleship pops up and they go, "I have a certain set of skills," <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yes, that guy, he knows what's up." But really, he had been practicing in the mirror all night long. <laughs> yeah and then when the trailer's over he goes i can't wait for hungry hungry hippos <laughs> okay so parker the way mm-hmm. this works of course to get the countdown started we both have to take our very secure keys place them into our microphones <laughs> turn them at the exact same time and that will begin the countdown mm-hmm. um are, do you have your key ready i do can you please do us all a favor and describe the key. It's huge. Yeah. It's black. Uh-huh. There are veins in it. Yeah. <laughs> and a bulbous. You're holding a dildo, by the way. <laughs> it was the key you sent me. I don't know what to do with it. No, that was. Those are two separate packages. Parker, open up the other box. Oh, okay. My mistake. Okay. Now, what does the other key look like? It's small and silver. Mm-hmm. It has veins. <laughs> bulbous head. Okay, good. That's the silver dildo. That is the key. And I also have my silver dildo. So let us turn our keys and begin the countdown. Prepare your Netflix queue. Countdown sequence has been initiated. Hold on to your butts. Countdown has begun. The movie shall commence in three Two, one, play. Okay. And we're off to the races. 
Now I feel like okay, <laughs> I feel like the movie begins on a female soldier, and what's amazing to me is that like that's supposed to let you know this is the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right where women can be soldiers <laughs> that was the world of 1997 and then they laugh at the little kid like the little kid's like i'm a soldier too and they laugh at him but that seems pretty realistic yeah that is going to be the future <laughs> where once you fight bugs it doesn't really matter <laughs> if a kid <laughs> is one of your soldiers yeah that's what whoever is running for president in 2016 is also going to say. <laughs> Once you're fighting uh, Al-Qaeda, it doesn't matter if we're sending in 85-year-olds or 15-year-olds. Who cares? I know I don't. They're mm -hmm. both just as useful to me. <laughs> yeah. What's really interesting to me about this sequence, like this opening sequence, is... Uh, obviously now all of the computery parts of it look dated, you know, like the <laughs> cursor moving across the screen and all that just looks like it's from 1995. But it's amazing because really they predicted like, oh, well, we'll one day just be able to watch video like we're currently watching videos on our computer. That was not a th no. Most people didn't know what the Internet was in 1997. That's true. But this movie had it all figured out. This will be the way that we view anything. This is their propaganda film, and it's on a computer. Yeah, and the people who did know what the internet was in 1997, they were mostly just looking at pictures of uh, Japanese girls having sex with eels. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't know it could be used for useful things like propaganda. Parker, you don't have sex with eels. Eels, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. They're very forceful. I like how even though this is the future, uh, that video ended in static. Look, this guy's have... got a, a tablet with Photoshop. <laughs> but it's still like 64-bit. It's not true color. Okay. <laughs> Michael Ironside could easily just roll that sleeve down over his gnarled nub, right? We don't have to look at that. Yeah, the nub is the worst part. Like, I mean, it's it's alright if you're missing an arm, but if the end of that arm is, like, all scarred up and gross, like, yeah, that's the part you should definitely cover. Oh, Jesus, Denise Richards. <laughs> oh, my God. 1997 Denise We We made a mistake. We should just be doing wild things. <laughs> We should do that movie. That movie, that is a good movie. I watched it on Showtime a couple of weeks ago. Here's the problem is I'm just going to want to pause it every time her titties are out. That's understandable. And that doesn't, that doesn't go well with commentary making. Yeah. Also, that movie's also like two and a half hours long. So if we were pausing it for every breast, it turns into a five hour movie. Easy. Oh, I never get past the first nipple. <laughs> Ugh, don't place your nub on Denise Richards. That's what made her ugly in the future. Yuck. Oh, God. She had sex with Charlie Sheen. That's true. That's Probably all most of the people in this movie had sex with Charlie Sheen. Well, sure, but she's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. That's a bad choice for her. Oh, my God. I would, I would hollow out my girlfriend and use her as a canoe... 
to cross a river to just hold hands with Denise Richards. <laughs> 1997 Denise Richards. Yeah. That's understandable. And that's Paul Verhoeven's gift as an artist is to find the, the foxiest chicks of whatever era he's making a movie in. Uh, man, I wish he had made Hollow Man with Denise Richards. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, Hollow Man, I guess, is the exception to that role, as he got Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Well, also, uh, I don't know this actress's name who plays uh, <laughs> this frizzy-haired girl, <laughs> the the secondary <laughs> love interest, the weird love triangle lady here, but she's not that foxy. He put basically all his chips on Denise Richards. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. I mean, really, at that point, you don't have many choices. Let's see. What is her name? Uh, Dina Meyer plays the secondary female lead. Nobody ever heard of her again. Well, for good reason. Yeah. As we'll see, as we'll see in the shower scenes coming up. (laughs) She does look like Felicity. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. All girls from the 90s, the late 90s, who had that crazy frizzy hair, they all went away. Never to be seen again. Thank God. You know, all those girls like to do is ride horses. <laughs> true. I don't know why I think it, but I bet it's true. Yeah, they like riding horses, and they spend too much time with a, a towel on their head after they get out of the shower. That always annoys me. You know, I'm spending all this time heaping praise on how beautiful Denise Richards is, but then here we've got Casper Van Dien and Neil Patrick Harris. A little yeah. something for everybody. Yeah, well, Dookie Hauser here, he looks like he's still kind of going through that awkward phase. He's not as gorgeous as he is today. Oh, sure. But, you know, w- looking back, all the all the gay fellows in the audience can be like, "There, yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand point, this movie, too, now. Yeah, if we were watching this in the theater, all the gay guys would go, yo! <laughs> yeah, like urban youths. <laughs> Yeah, gay guys turn into urban youths when it comes to seeing Neil Patrick Harris. Okay, that is Rue McClanahan from Golden Girls. <laughs> that is really her. She looks like Conan O'Brien. She looks just like Conan. <laughs> if Conan O'Brien had some sort of space plague, yeah, he would be Rue McClanahan. <laughs> and she weird thing is, she's not trying to fuck the shit out of those bug guts. Yeah. She's really grown up a lot. <laughs> yeah, into a proper dead woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not a science expert or anything, but shouldn't these people be wearing gloves at least? No, that's see, that's why you're not a science expert. <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess I answered my own question. Why <laughs> do you have to be disabled to be a teacher at this school? It's that affirmative action in the future. Yeah, toward the disabled and not toward black people, which you will see five of in this movie. (laughs) Here's an interesting thing. All of these beautiful white people that make up the main characters, they all are from Buenos Aires, Argentina. That is the setting of of this part of the movie. It makes very little sense. And it's never explained. Like, they don't do the whole, like, yeah, after global warming, everybody had to move to South America. 
<laughs> you know, polar ice caps melted, and so now white people took over South. There's none of that. There's no explanation for it. It's just, in fact, Denise Richards and Casper Van Dien, I believe, are supposed to be Hispanic in this movie. <laughs> Casper Van Dien's character's name is Johnny Rico. I assume Rico is a Spanish last name. R I C O. And Denise Richards' character is Carmen Ibanez. <laughs> yeah, they're the two whitest people I've ever seen. And Felicity's character's name, last name is Flores. Dizzy here's, Flores. Here's how you can tell that these people are super white. They have a ferret. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, a ferret that they get to mind control. Yeah. Which, by the way, is what's happening people. right now. <laughs> no other races of the world would put up with ferrets. So why are they from? Why are they supposedly Hispanic? Where was that choice made? At what point in production? It's probably some production assistant or something. He like lost a bet. A Verhoeven lost a bet to a production assistant. You think a PA had that much pull? On a Verhoeven set, he's very inclusive. That Verhoeven. Is this arena football? That oh. became a real thing. I was going. I thought this was XFL. <laughs> Man, I love the XFL. Vince McMahon's XFL. <laughs> yeah. What I like about this version of football is all the acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> it mixes all of the best parts of football with all of the best parts of ice skating. Yeah. The two manliest sports. <laughs> All right. We were already pushing it with Denise Richards and Casper Van Dien as high schoolers. <laughs> and then came this guy. <laughs> this 35-year-old man. 35 is generous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy is pushing 40. Well, it's more important to be attractive than look young. He is neither. <laughs> this this is just a sweatman. He, by the way, if you think he's only sweaty because they're playing football, wait till the rest of the movie. He never stops looking sweaty at any point. It's like every scene was filmed immediately after this one. <laughs> and they just, they just didn't have hair and makeup that day. See? I would love to have been on the set this day because I would have completely ruined my career to steal one of these outfits. <laughs> yeah, it'd come in a lot of handy, you know, later on in life. Yeah. By the way, black guy number one, only one black guy in all of future <laughs> football. Also, there's a woman playing football. Wait a second. They can only be soldiers. <laughs> yeah. Soldiers and Conan O'Brien teaching. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I can't wait till they go to uh, algebra class with Andy Richter. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Richter with no legs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, deaf Andy Richter. <laughs> Who was also born with no skin. (laughs) 
At least moms still look the same in the future. <laughs> A book in the future? Yeah, right. Why don't all their outfits have weird little circles around the shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bill and Ted's bogus journey taught me that their shoes should be like really huge and go up to the knee. <laughs> yeah. Like the boot from Mario Brothers. Uh-huh. Karibo shoe. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy. The actual name of that. <laughs> Karibo shoe. Ooh, we should do Mario Brothers. <laughs> I agree with you. Is that on Netflix? I hope so. I hope so, too. Let it be known. If Mario Brothers is on Netflix, it's next. I like how his name is Mario Mario in that movie. I had an uncle named Mario Mario. Was his brother Luigi Mario? No, no, no. But a a younger guy he hung out with name was Luigi Mario. (laughs) Just by coincidence. You know what my uncle did for a living? What's that? Uh, He was a plumber. And in his free time, it was his hobby to step on turtle until they died. (laughs) That was actually part of his job. (laughs) We've got weird plumbing in New York City. I've heard stories. There's chuds and alligators in there. (laughs) But way more turtles than you would think. Well, I think that there would be zero turtles. Well, there you go. So there's even one. Yeah. He stomped at least 42 to death. (laughs) Actually, I just watched the new Spider-Man movie, and that movie would have you believe that there are tons of lizards in the sewers there, which I don't Yeah, believe. that movie made no sense. <laughs> I just watched that, too. Oh, two black guys. Look at that. <laughs> Parties still have black guys. Football, no black guys. Parties, they're all over yeah. the place. <laughs> Crawling with them. <laughs> Let's not like, party without some black guys. Black guys are to parties in the future what lizards are to New York City sewers. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a twist if uh, in this movie a scientist used a serum to turn himself into a black guy? Like the, the teacher with one arm. Yeah. Used... Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, all these lizards became all, all these other Peter, black guys. Have you ever noticed how black guys always have two arms? <laughs> I'm developing something, Peter. I've got one missing part of the formula, but I think I'm on a breakthrough here. Then he just grows a foot and turns black. (laughs) But he still rips people's heads off. (laughs) Oh, Neil Patrick Harris, who are you kidding? Yeah, come on. Good thing the one-armed nub teacher is here. Is he still swinging that thing around? (laughs) He's off the lower part of his sleeve of his tuxedo. (laughs) Yeah. Perhaps. Paul Verhoeven is only going to shoot from the chest up so that we don't have to see that nub. Thank God. For once. He just didn't have any extra nub money in this scene. (laughs) Yeah, they lost the nub in that first scene. (laughs) Not a very futuristic looking party. I mean, yeah, there's a lightning tube. (laughs) It mostly just looks like the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe the 80s became cool again in whatever decade this takes place. Huh? Yeah. 
Well, they became cool again in this decade. So I assume that every other decade from now on, the 80s will be cool because that's how yeah. history works. Look at this sweat, man. He's still sweaty. <laughs> I'm not lying. Look at that hair. Yeah. It's just grease. There's no actual hair there. It's just tendrils of grease. <laughs> Being sweaty makes it so that you can't afford a brush. <laughs> Ugh. It hurts to look at him. Gross. He looks like somebody, like, found the really dirty, like, nerdy kid from high school and injected him with steroids. <laughs> yeah, I'm into football now. I'm kind of the lizard of the football team. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, creepy stalker swim this? fan. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, come on. Not awkward <laughs> in the middle of the dance floor. Oh, she wants to fuck. <laughs> okay, wait. Nice. Wait a second. Take a look at this black couple <laughs> dancing right next to them. Apparently in the future, black people have stopped bumping and grinding, and they're really into 50s <laughs> style, just A-frame dancing. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, little foxtrot. <laughs> They're very conservative in Argentina, apparently. <laughs> yeah. They ban well, it's because uh, you know, they banned uh all Chris Brown albums in this future's past. So nobody knows how to bump and grind in the future. <laughs> or hit. <laughs> no one knows how to hit ladies. Yeah. Except for this guy. Yeah. Hold well, that's on. why the future is so progressive. That's why they've got women soldiers, is because Chris Brown was banned. Wait a second. This guy has a robo arm, but that teacher who is also a veteran. Doesn't get to have one. Yeah. And it's not like this guy needs a robo arm. He's just pushing papers around. It's yeah. not like he's a soldier or anything. And they're like, oh. Well, let's put a million dollars into this guy's stamp hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's still stamps in the future being manipulated by robo arms. <laughs> well, that guy, I guess he can afford his robo arm uh, from all the money he got endorsing stamps.com. <laughs> That's right. Stamps.com. Love these guys. <laughs> Uh, still no legs though <laughs> that makes sense give him an arm don't let him walk though <laughs> we gotta push him around in the office chair yeah and he doesn't even have like a weird futuristic uh, wheelchair he's just got a normal office chair hey wait a second is Argentina the place where some Nazis fled after World War II <laughs> It is. Okay, I get it now. Now it makes sense. I bet that's why it takes place there. Because if you pay attention, there's all these little, like, Nazi illusions in this movie. That's true. Huh. I think I just figured out something that Paul Verhoeven never actually had in mind, but actually makes this thing make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is Nazis. Yeah. They are, though. You see all the little symbolism and that propaganda thing at the top of the movie. I think that I think I figured something out. Yeah. Neat. <laughs> well, <laughs> now I like this movie. 
Yeah, there's also that scene later on where they round up all the Jews. Oh, yeah, I forgot about which that. Which now, within the context of what we've just figured out, makes a lot of sense. And by and they refer to the Jews in the same way that Nazis did in this movie, which is by calling them bugs. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that guy in the background just pick up that little girl and spin her? Did not. Wish I had. Oh, it was a good scene. I was paying attention to some blonde whore walking around in the background. <laughs> I also noticed that blonde toy. Yeah. She had big boobs. She did. I was wondering what she was doing there, but then I remember Denise Richards is also a part of this. <laughs> Guess it's fine. And Denise Richards must shampoo her hair like all day, every day. And she does a terrific job. You know, I really want to applaud her on this hair. It is beautiful. It is just perfect. It is fucking perfect. She's perfect. <laughs> I bet she is the most symmetrical woman. <laughs> yeah. Most girls have one boob that's like bigger than the other. No, no, not, not her. Not, not her. Not No, I can confirm this. <laughs> and it's real hard to pull off those eyebrows, by the way. Yeah. Real hard. <laughs> she does the late ni The late 90s were the perfect time for good eyebrows. Oof. Girls really put a lot of time and effort into their eyebrows. Well, These the days, they're just letting everything go. That's the thing. I don't think she's putting any effort into them. They're a little <laughs> bushier than most girls' eyebrows would be, and yet still works. That's true. Forget all the amazing CGI in this movie for 1997. <laughs> Denise Richards' eyebrows. Perfect. <laughs> they're letting children hold guns. <laughs> it's just like Mississippi. <laughs> free bullets <laughs> huh in the future I guess they still just do lethal injections you'd think they'd come up with something cooler yeah whoa wait a second isn't that the guy from psych that doesn't believe that Sean is psychic. I've never watched Psych. Uh, I have a well, it's ironic because no... he's playing a psychic guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty I have sure a strict it is. No USA Network. Really? Uh, no Burn Fox. Notice. No Burn Notice. I would like to watch Burn Notice. You know, Bruce Campbell. Because well, one, two, uh, Dizzy from you know Felicity in this movie was on Burn Notice. <laughs> so everyone from this movie just went on to star in USA Network shows. Well. Also Breaking Bad. Uh, we'll, like see. we'll see. In the, we'll see coming up. Ooh, we got a, Jesse Pinkman in here. There's a Breaking Bad cast member. At least one in this movie. Speaking of Breaking Bad cast members, I watched Gremlins a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Mike Armantrout's in that movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he plays a cop who's afraid of Gremlins. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Look, Walt, I've been hunting Gremlins long <laughs> enough to know that you don't. <laughs> Feed a gremlin after midnight. <laughs> okay? Go get my duffel. <laughs> Don't get it wet. You see this guy here, this drill sergeant? Mm-hmm. He's my former boss at the newspaper I used to work at. Are you Siri? I am serious. I said Siri. <laughs> I'm also Siri. <laughs> okay. Siri. I would like, I would like Look you to Look up know. this actor. <laughs> 
Uh, he's Clancy Brown. Clancy he Brown, was a, yeah. The Shawshank Redemption. And he was your boss. Yeah, well, he wasn't my immediate boss, but he owned the place. Weird. Yeah. This is I a jack him. of all trades. Yeah. He, him and his family own tons of newspapers, or they used to. I think they sold them, but well, that's uh, good, good for them. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a wise As, financial. You know why? You know why he knew to do that. He was in this movie where he realized all information happens over the internet in the future. Yeah, and on those tablets with that cool Photoshop. Yeah. Huh. Well, in a small world. <laughs> <laughs> The guy that whose arm he just broke, that's my dad. <laughs> that's a great arm break. Ugh. <laughs> okay, well, we all learned a lesson. Yeah, don't don't try. See, I tried the same thing at the awards banquet that we went to one year at the newspaper. Yeah. He advised that somebody charge him, and I did, and he broke my arm in half. <laughs> but the real thing is that you showed Gusto by challenging him. Yeah, I earned his respect that day. And he hates Gusto! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jake Busey, <laughs> Jake Busey, Gary Busey's son, let's talk about it. I love him. He, I mean, I really wish he showed up in more stuff because, you know, eventually Gary Busey is going to leave us and we're going to need Jake Busey's in our lives. Yeah. We're going to need to crazy him up a bit. I kind of like to think that the part was originally meant for Gary Busey and he just went, hey, you know what? I, I've got somebody perfect for this movie. You can take my place. I, I've been cloning myself. <laughs> Stretching, stretching my clone out over the years. I like the idea of Gary Busey playing a nineteen-year-old uh, army recruit. <laughs> they they let in babies. They can let in old men. Yeah, Jake Busey looks exactly like Guile from Street Fighter. I was going to say he looks like Dexter from The Offspring. <laughs> Everybody in the late nineties looked like Dexter from <laughs> The Offspring. That's true. That's true. Everybody was pretty fly. <laughs> for whatever types of guys they were. <laughs> this movie's going to make me a star. <laughs> <laughs> what other movie was that broken arm guy in? I'm freaking out over here thinking about what he was in. Was he in like Hot Shots or something? I I don't think I recognized him. I believe he was in Hot Shots Part Two. No, I was going to ask you which part were we talking about? <laughs> the Superior Part Two. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I recognize him. Well, that gives me an excuse to watch Hot Shots Part Two tonight. You didn't need an excuse. I think you're just making this up so you can tell yourself you had one, <laughs> which you've really got as a problem. Well, if being addicted to Hot Shots Part Two is a problem, I don't want to not have a problem. Okay. Well, then... Everything's working out. <laughs> I found it hard to believe that there's still mud in the future. That's a good point. It seems like water and dirt would be gone. <laughs> I would think so. Everything I keep saying about this global warming, I figured that they would have no water, no mud, no dirt, <laughs> no minerals of any kind. What 
is the point of Jake Busey's character? <laughs> what is he proving to? Did we need another tertiary character in this movie? <laughs> It was the late 90s. He was very popular then. He was in Frighteners. They needed his star power. Wait, he was really in something else? <laughs> yeah, he was in the Frighteners starring is... Michael J. Fox. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a horror movie. It's good. That's a pretty good fake hand. Yeah. I watched Videodrome the other day. That has the worst fake hand I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. What are co-ed showers? This truly is the future. <laughs> yeah, I guess in the future, men aren't rapists. <laughs> since, since in the present, nearly every uh, soldier, male soldier is a rapist, and that's yeah. w- without co-ed showers. Not even soldiers, just every male person is a rapist. Yeah, that's true. I guess everybody's hard work on Tumblr really paid off, and there's no more rape. Come on, one of these awkward weirdos would be walking around with a boner. (laughs) I think the real, like, the way that they probably got rid of rape in the future here is that uh, all the dickheads on Twitter got rid of rape jokes, and so rape just went away. Uh, Yeah, jokes are the real problem when it comes to rape. (laughs) All right, here here we go. Now we're about to, oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> proving why this woman doesn't make any sense being in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Where's Denise Richards? And why, that hair yeah. is just atrocious. You know, we went from Denise Richards, oh my who God. Uh, has perfect hair. Every part of this woman's body looks like a horse. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, in the DVD commentary for this movie, Paul Verhoeven says that the cast would only agree to do that scene where they actually showed nudity if he would direct the scene naked, and thus he did. I like that. That's commitment to nakedness. Yeah. <laughs> He's, they, he, they probably challenged him with that. Which, uh, by the way, that butt was already red before he started slapping it. Like, shows how many takes <laughs> this has gone through. How do they yeah. fuck up this scene? <laughs> uh, what? But if you could freeze frame that, that guy pulls his butt cheeks apart and for yes. very briefly you can see an anus. Yes, on the Blu-ray. <laughs> um anyway, uh I I would imagine the cast challenges him to direct naked and he looks at them and goes, "You'll realize I'm going to make Hollow Man, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a challenge. Uh, does he also, have a, an accent? He's German, right? Yeah. There you go. He's German. No wonder he's making this Nazi movie. <laughs> is that Amy Smart, star of Crank and Crank 2, High Voltage? Yes, it is. Little did we know while watching this in 1997 that eventually she would get fucked on a racehorse track <laughs> by Jason Statham. The future's bright for that young girl. I uh, know what. But, you know, to go back to the... Uh, <laughs> the challenging Verhoeven to direct naked. Like that's really not much of a challenge on account of like, he's not on screen and nobody can see him naked. <laughs> yeah. for Like now until infinity. Yeah. Basically what they were doing is that trick where you imagine everyone in the crowd naked so that you're not nervous. <laughs> he's just the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once there's that many people naked, you know, then there's nothing like who cares that you're naked. It only is 
frightening to be naked when you're the only one. That's true. When 15 people in a room are naked, they're all worried about themselves. Nobody is worried about you anymore. If you walked into a library naked, then you would have something to be worried about. (laughs) Which, trust me. Especially because libraries are where most of the rapists now congregate. That's true. Homeless rapists going to the library. All the library is for is for rapists to look at porn for free. Yeah, if you don't look, nobody's checking out books. The only mm-hmm. thing people are going there for are bathrooms and internet. And if you don't have internet yet, you're a rapist. <laughs> That's true. You need to get a membership to a, a book house. <laughs> Use the library. Something's wrong. <laughs> You're not in a good place in your life. Now, if you need to make a photocopy, I can understand. <laughs> that broad looks exactly like uh, uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> she looks like Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> the show. <laughs> well, the, the guy, the ninth one. People are going to be mad at you for calling him that. You know, they call him the doctor. I don't know what they call him. I don't care either. Hey, everyone who likes Doctor Who. Shut up. (laughs) I agree. You you are not better for liking something British, okay? We all like James Bond. (laughs) Nobody nobody is all hoity-toity about that. (laughs) Doctor Who is terrible. (laughs) It's the worst. Shut up, you nerdists. (laughs) (laughs) I think the, the people who like Mr. Bean are a little bit cooler than the people who like Doctor Who. I'm cooler. (laughs) You like Mr. Bean? I'm a big Rowan Atkinson fan. You must love funny faces. Oh, my God. I love teddy bears. <laughs> I've only seen the movie. He didn't have the teddy bear. Oh, anymore. he has teddy in the movie. Yeah, he's at, well, he's in like the very end, I guess. Oh, he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy's the only other character in Mr. Bean. <laughs> Not in the movie. Well, which movie are we talking about? Bean or? Yeah, the first one. Okay. Not the holiday one. Okay. I guess you're right. We're going to have to do the two Mr. Bean movies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the one where he ruins Whistler's mother <laughs> painting, right? Yes. With hilarious results. Oh, it was hilarious. Tell me you didn't laugh at that drawing. <laughs> yeah, the drawing was pretty funny. It was hilarious. Mr. Bean is a great show, and I need you to die. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, Doctor Who, terrible. Mr. Bean, amazing. I'm fine with anything, mister. <laughs> eh, actually, I'm fine with most doctors, just not the who. Yeah. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper's good. Dr. WebMD. <laughs> Why did Verhoeven feel the need to include this long scene of somebody learning how to parallel park? <laughs> uh, he was just like, man, we don't have enough of that sweaty guy. What can we have him do? <laughs> And Doctor Who needs more screen time. His hair looks like it just lays on top of his head. Like it, like it's just sitting up there, not like it's part of him. <laughs> it's probably a toupee as he's like 45 years old. This movie pretty much invented laser tag, right? I would think so. Most of this movie just looks like every experience I've ever had playing laser tag and not just the scene that is exactly laser tag. (laughs) 
Like even the scene later on when they are finally fighting the bugs, it looks like every laser tag place I've ever been to. (laughs) This laser tag looks like it hurts immensely though. Yeah, it's weird. Also, everyone's a perfect shot because they always land exactly on the center of the vests. Look at that. Every person that gets hit, it's center of the vest. Center of the vest. (laughs) These are trained soldiers. Yeah. That's how you do flips. (laughs) It's through training. Center of the vest, center of the vest. Three guys under the vest while <laughs> dual wielding. This was the inspiration for Halo. Yeah. This is pretty Except much this like is exciting. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, the last scene while she was parallel parking, there was a there was a Halo around that planet. That's true. Halo just stole everything from Predator and this movie. So it seems. Huh. Neat. Is that what they do in the future when you win a badge or like uh, some sort of military honor? You just put it on your T-shirt? Yep. <laughs> like it's a Green Day button? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I I was there at that concert. All right. I deserve to wear this. <laughs> you don't you haven't experienced Trey Cool until you've experienced him live. You're right. There is too much t-shirt wearing for these soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God she backed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Go back. Go back. Oh, I don't need your face. I mean, it's great, but. This is a scene that was really misdirected by Verhoeven. Yeah, he just wasn't living up to his standards. (laughs) Well, I guess it's probably for the best. If he was living up to his standards, this video would just be of somebody invisibly raping Denise Richards. I wish. (laughs) I don't care that she's breaking up with him. (laughs) Am I supposed to? I'm very emotional about this. I I do care that, you know, it's supposed to seem like she's going to choose sweat, man. Because <laughs> that's gross. That is terrible. I mean, think of the beautiful kids that Casper Van Dien and Denise Richards could make. Yeah. That's really, you're just denying the world of something that should happen. Which is, of course, how we are going to make our future Aryan race. A mini disc. <laughs> I had the first eight minutes of the Dawn of the Dead remake on a mini disc. It was great. I felt like it was the future. Mini discs. The- like, what huh? were those? <laughs> Weren't they just I- tiny CDs inside of cases? Weren't they like PSP games? Yeah, I. <laughs> well, also you could put about eight minutes of a movie on one. Well, I think people thought it was really going to be the future until uh, they realized that we could download things. I wish we had never figured out downloading. 
<laughs> Downloading's the worst. Did downloading always exist and we discovered it or did we invent it? <laughs> I think it always existed. Okay. I think the ancient Egyptians downloaded all those weird drawings of dog people. <laughs> yeah. That's a terrible way to describe their women. <laughs> You're making Kim Kardashian cry. <laughs> she, she's Armenian. Whatever. That's the same. Look, I'm not the you, one calling her a dog, okay? <laughs> it's my helmet. It's all screwed up. <laughs> I like that even these fake plastic men can hit people right in the chest. Oh! <laughs> Medic. I think you're too late. Yeah. Don't don't really need to call the medic once the guy's head blows up. <laughs> they can barely get your teacher a bionic arm. <laughs> yeah. Also, I like the way that like they tried to like with the whole oh my helmet's messed up. They tried to blame it on the faulty helmet. Like he wasn't wearing his helmet, so his head blew up. But he was shot. Right- hey, all right, there you go. He- <laughs> but uh, he was shot right in the face. Yeah. No helmet would help him. But there he is, Dean Norris, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. At the end of this scene, he uh, sits on the toilet and reads a book that says... <laughs> whoa, whoa, don't spoil it, don't spoil oh, it! Oh, my God, sorry. People, people might not be caught up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can... think I can smell meth on this kid. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew Dean Norris did other things, huh? Dean Norris was actually in Total Recall. Directed by Paul Verhoeven. Oh, that's true. Yeah, okay. He was in both of those. Yeah, he played old Anus Face. He and Brian Cranston were in Little Miss Sunshine in separate scenes. I didn't know. Yeah, before they were on Breaking Bad together, they were both in Little also, Miss Sunshine. Also, Brian Cranston was in the Total Recall, Recall remake, remake. Yeah, which I, yeah, which I guess makes Dean Norris better than Brian Cranston. Uh, nope. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see that remake? Brian Cranston was Malcolm in the Middle's dad. I never watched Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, never watched Malcolm in the Middle. He was the funniest on the part. Left. He was right the funniest either. part of that show. <laughs> I love how they have a black guy whipping him. <laughs> Like, they specifically chose that. That is the point of this scene. (laughs) How is it that Dean Norris looks slightly older in this movie than he does now? It's because he's more freckly, I think. (laughs) It's like, it looks like he's got a new skin problem. Yeah, he's got one of those future skin problems. Your like, name um, is Rico, boy. <laughs> uh, he's going to regret losing that wooden thing. That's what they all say. <laughs> it's 
You know, it was my understanding this movie was about giant bugs. <laughs> What's going on with that? Where are they at? Oh, boy. Well, you are going to be sorely disappointed by the final hour of this movie. <laughs> I honestly, I cannot remember, like, and I never can. I've seen this movie several times. I can never remember what happens after the scene where they fight the bugs. And there's a whole another hour after that. <laughs> I have no clue what happens in that half of the movie. None. <laughs> Again, watch the movie multiple times. <laughs> I remember that after they fight the bugs, they stumble onto, like, fatter bugs, I think. Is that, is that true? I believe so. Real problem is fatter bugs. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why you need Gary Busey in this movie. Lines like that would work with him. That's true. You're worried about bugs. What you need to be worried about is fat bugs. <laughs> There's more bug in a fat bug. <laughs> if he said that, you'd just be like, yep, that's true. <laughs> you can't fight that logic. And then he would come up with some sort of amazing acronym as to why that's true. <laughs> bug stands for being underground, which is, of course, where they live. <laughs> All right, he's slightly less sweaty in this scene. Yeah, and it makes his hair a lot fluffier. Yeah. Also, he doesn't seem quite as old. Yeah. Maybe they filmed this scene like a year in advance. <laughs> like this was the test scene for the movie. <laughs> Why is it that the more in love Denise Richards is with Sweat Guy, the worse her hair gets? She needs to match him. <laughs> you are what you eat or whatever. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. Why... <laughs> They're talking about some sort of gravity field that makes just the liquid in your glass move. <laughs> you aren't affected in any way. That's the only problem with this movie. <laughs> the That's one the major flaw. Trouble. Yep. What I don't like about what she just did is it did not say in case of emergency break this. <laughs> she just chose to. Yeah, it probably just flipped up easily. Yeah. Why would they force you to punch glass in an emergency <laughs> when that emergency is maneuvering a giant spaceship? It's weird. They talk so much about her being a, this amazing pilot. And yet these ships only ever move what is relatively an inch to us. Yeah. <laughs> like all of their maneuver, their maneuvers, all their awesome maneuvers they do. You see it later on too. It's, there's no, there's no effort being put into this. Like why do, why do eight people need to be on this bridge? <laughs> what did they just do? How is it possible that if you're flying through space where there's absolutely no, that a huge meteorite can like just run right into you? Oh, you don't well, have it any was, sort of to be fair. That anything? part was explained. The bugs oh, shot it? it through a wormhole at them. <laughs> oh, well, you know, right, well, the bugs. <laughs> the I thing, didn't know they were the explain things so well. The things that are bugs, they have mm -hmm. the ability to shoot meteorites 
through wormholes. Well, that's a tall order without opposable thumbs. Well, really only the fat bugs can do it. <laughs> I wish that every time they said Rico, that that, uh, that Rico Suave song would play a little. Suave. <laughs> See, they predicted Skype. Yeah. Intergalactic Skype. <laughs> Which is, of course, the kind of Skype the Beastie Boys use. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I say what all the people think. Although this is a bit futuristic, because two people in one house using Skype at the same time, that seems a little uh, well, you, unorthodox. I mean, you see how it's still, like, the internet connection is bad, and they get terminated. <laughs> this is the part of the movie that just becomes Star Wars. Right? This is yeah, his because call. of the product placement, they just product placed uh, AT&T. Oh, I didn't notice that. Well, that's all I like Star Wars. Everything in that movie is product placement. <laughs> yeah. That's why I went out and bought lightsabers. Yeah. And all those Wookiee toys. Uh-huh. I was going to say, this is his big call to action. You know, like when uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru get turned into skeletons <laughs> in Star Wars. Yeah. Except in this movie, it happens, what, 50 minutes in? <laughs> Yeah. Before he just wanted a job and to get paid, and now suddenly he'll be a hero. The most important part of the hero's journey, the call to action, it takes place over a third of the way in. Yeah. War. We're going to war. War, by the way, is watching a TV. That's kind of like what war is now. That's a good point. This movie really predicted it all. Yeah. I would prefer, though, if uh, that kid was like, war, we're going to war. And then they went to uh, a war concert. You know, those guys who do that song, <laughs> Rider? Yeah. <laughs> Ow, my friends ride fat bugs. <laughs> But everybody still has this same reaction while watching the concert. Yeah. Oh, why can't we be friends? No, Buenos Aires. Why can't we be friends? That's them, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. That reference made sense. God damn it, Gomi! <laughs> Poor Dean Norris can never go do what he's trying to do. <laughs> he's always getting turned around. Yeah, well, he hired Casper Van Dien and my old boss to uh, distract Dean Norris. Heidenberg uh, uh, did that. That way he could, you know, attach shit to his computer. Good Without point. knowing. Again, though, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. If you're not caught up with Breaking Bad, you're caught up, right? Oh, yeah, I'm caught up, but you're right. Fuck all those people who aren't. 
Yeah, if you're not watching the best show ever created in we, real time, we say to our it. our Netflix watching audience. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> well, get cable, you freaks. Yeah, you fucking morons, or steal it like I do. Yeah. <laughs> On the internet, war. <laughs> We're all old enough to go to icefilms.info and steal Breaking Bad here. I use uh, Project Free TV. I'll have to check that out. It's okay. Streaming. You don't have to download it. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, Awful Flicks recommends stealing. <laughs> and don't stop at TV shows and movies. Just go into a store and start taking things. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is just anarchy. <laughs> if someone tries to stop you, hit them. Why do they target Buenos Aires? <laughs> the bugs are sitting around like, mm, yep, that's the place. <laughs> well, let's fire our asteroids at them. They probably hate uh, Argentinian uh, NBA superstar uh, Manu Ginobili. You're probably That's why right. they did it. Manu Manu. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The this movie must not end with that whole no animals were harmed during the making of this film thing. Yeah. They were actually stomping real bugs to death. What a terrible place those kids must live in that there's these huge bugs just crawling all over the place. Well, it looks like they just gathered them for that <laughs> for that to happen while a teacher cheered them on. <laughs> The kind of mic that guy has, that's what I'm talking into right now. That's yeah. the kind of mic I have. I like that you're using a Bob Barker style microphone <laughs> to podcast. Well, you know, I use it because I want to remind everybody to spay and neuter their pets. <laughs> spay and neuter your bugs. <laughs> He's really into Metallica. I don't know that. I think we're a little bit off. I don't know that me saying that made any sense to you. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit ahead of you. Yeah, I think you're like two seconds ahead. Yeah. I'm going to use that fact to just impress you by making you think that I know all the words to this movie. <laughs> Carmen? My mother was right about you. <laughs> this is really good. You, I, I really respect that you memorized this movie. <laughs> yeah. Spooky, huh? Yeah. That's my favorite line in the movie. My mother was right about you. <laughs> well, we're still alive. Love that line. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good line. Yeah, no shit. You broke up with him in front of every single person in the cast. <laughs> That's a good point. They were all nice enough to walk away while it was happening. <laughs> like, I really expected Jake Busey to stick around and be like, ha, idiot. <laughs> yeah. And then to start hitting on her via Skype. <laughs> yeah. 
Wir See, her hair is still bad. The more she's in love with that guy, the worse her hair gets. It's kind of like how the emperor gets grosser looking the more he's turned by the dark side. <laughs> yeah. His sweat keeps getting all over her hair and she just can't shampoo it out. I don't think you could just tell everyone rank is not an issue. And that's just true in the military. <laughs> well, ranks aren't a thing anymore, everyone. Well, how do we know? I said so. Who are you? I'm a captain. <laughs> is Mazzy Star playing during this scene? Yeah, I was wondering, what is that music? <laughs> yeah, like something was playing on my internet somehow. Like I accidentally opened iTunes or something. It's but, uh, really out of place. <laughs> it's distractingly out of place. Unless, of course, Paul Verhoeven wants us to know that Sweat Guy and Casper Van Dien just fell in love. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. And what the fuck? You're going to ruin his tattoo, Jake Busey. <laughs> That's the idea. He's a jerk. I mean, you can't dry out a new tattoo. It's going to ruin the color. He's a douchebag. That's his whole point. Well, I hope he dies. <laughs> Much like he died at the end of season five of Breaking Bad. <laughs> Jake Busey actually played that kid with the tarantula. <laughs> Spoiler alert. What, what are you talking about? I didn't say anything. I just said he played him. <laughs> we get you, sir. <laughs> it's a little bit literal military. <laughs> you can just say, sir, yes, sir, I think. How did everyone know to say, we get you, sir? <laughs> right? One guy would think to do it the real way, wouldn't he? Sir, yes, sir. Unless in the future, that is the real way. They start incorporating a lot more slang into the sir, yes, sirs. Yeah, that's probably true. In the future, it will become yo, dog, yo. <laughs> I would believe that if there were any black guys in the military. <laughs> But or in the future at all, really. As we can see, they're just a party-going people in the future. <laughs> yeah. In the future, they're like Native Americans. They just show up to parties. <laughs> Is that what Native Americans do? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that stereotype. <laughs> we came here looking for cheese samplers. Great Spirit told us to boogie down. <laughs> That's what they're like. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't know enough natives. I bet they hate being called that, though. Probably. But if you add American to the end of it, then, uh, then it's good. Mm, I bet they hate that, too. I think they do. I live around a lot of Indians, and they hate being called Native Americans. Well, I don't know if they hate being called it, but they prefer Indian. How do they feel about aboriginals? 
I don't think they care for that on account of that took place on a different hemisphere. No, no, no. Aboriginal just means being from a place. Is that right? Yeah. I call them originals. Yeah. You guys are the originals. Yeah. You started it all. Me and my bossy, we are called the originals. <laughs> this is my home dog. His name is Home Dog. <laughs> That's just an Indian name. <laughs> I am Big Eagle. <laughs> anyway, we brought ice. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good at going to parties. Yeah. They always bring ice. It's their thing. And they always bring like a six pack of cheap beer for anybody who wants it. <laughs> who wants PBR? <laughs> We have not gotten this crunk in many moons. <laughs> this is my new favorite character, Party Down Indian. <laughs> I like him. It's true to life. It's a very accurate character. Oh, I got so twisted last night. <laughs> I, I had such a red face. <laughs> Rimshot. All right, who wants to party? <laughs> Enough of this fire water. Anyone bring peyote? Let's get real wild. All right. Well, let's celebrate this. An hour and two minutes into the movie, we've got bugs. <laughs> yep. I guess that marks the beginning of Act Two. <laughs> yeah. This is... Clearly what is meant to be a climactic battle. <laughs> this is the halfway point of the movie. <laughs> I had a mohawk before it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that partying Indian hipster. <laughs> I had the mohawk before it was cool. Yeah. I was a Mohawk before it was cool. <laughs> I guess it would be more accurate. <laughs> Who wants to dance? Hey, yo, hey, yo. <laughs> oh, shit. Started raining. <laughs> Darn. Well, sorry, bro. We got to hit the road. I can't wait to try to count how many bullets these guns carry. <laughs> I bet we don't see anyone reload, though. <laughs> I like that seven minutes into the war, they go, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, why did they just drop a nuclear bomb on this place? Why do they have people on the planet? Yeah, it's well, not like uh, they can't use nuclear bombs to preserve all the cities. Yeah. And to preserve the lives of the civilians. Your boss was just like, all right, you maggots, we need you to get down there on laser tag land and 
really fight these guys. Sir, don't we have, I don't know, crazy advanced nuclear weaponry? (laughs) Yeah, but you're going to do a better job in person. Hey, Gary Busey was right. The bugs do live underground. (laughs) That's what bugs stands for. I told you. (laughs) Also stands for Big Ugly Grin, (laughs) which which is my son's nickname. (laughs) That's why I call him Bug. See, the other reason this is clearly meant to be the end of the movie is this is where the movie began, right? That's true. The movie started off on this scene and then it went to one year earlier. You don't, you don't do, you don't revisit that at the halfway point. I think what happened was they were planning on doing that thing where sometimes movies film their sequel at the same time. (laughs) And they're just like, you know what? This is so good. Let's just make it all one movie. Let's just keep it going. Yeah. Or they got to the end here, and then the producers were like, well, we have like 30,000 more bugs. (laughs) Yeah. With all these bugs. We already made all of... This is a time where they didn't really understand computer-generated imagery very well. We already made all of these computer-generated bugs, and you didn't kill any of them. Yeah. Like, three of them died. They thought that if they didn't kill the computer-generated bugs, that they would have to, like, find some place for them to live in a different movie. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any other sci-fi movies on the slate coming up, so... I guess here's the rest of the budget for everything else. Which is why, of course, there are a couple of these bugs in the uh, Sandra Bullock movie, 28 Weeks. <laughs> or 28 Days, whatever that movie's called. Some romantic comedy. 28 Days Later. <laughs> yeah. That, that was it. <laughs> Some of those zombies were actually bugs. That might have been a better movie. Yeah. That movie, of course, uh, stars that Doctor Who guy I was talking about. Yeah. By the way. They aren't zombies. I'm just saying it before you get emails. No, they're zombies. No. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. That's what uh, Chris Hardwick said on The Talking Dead, that 28 Days Later zombies don't count as zombies. But he's wrong. That's a, an incorrect argument. I mean, zombies. it is true. And you know how much I hate Chris Hardwick. <laughs> <laughs> I would only agree with him if it was absolutely true. They're technically not reanimated dead. That's not what makes a zombie. That's exactly what makes a zombie. No. That's like saying, uh, hey, this six-legged thing isn't a bug. <laughs> that's pretty much what defines it. Oh, it's just a technicality. They're still mindless things that need to eat brains. That's what a zombie Are they is. eating brains in that move? They're eating brains. They're eating dicks, butts. Okay, well, zombies don't eat dicks and butts. Sometimes they do. Except in, oh, wait, did you watch the porn parody? Is that what happened? Yeah, I watched the... uh, 28 cum shots later. (laughs) Yeah. 
I was trying to think of what the porn parody name of the reanimator is because that exists. The no Cremanimator. <laughs> that could be it. Wait a second. Her ship blew up. She's just got a scar above one of her awesome eyebrows. <laughs> How did she what? live through that? Was that explained? She had an airbag. Oh, okay, never mind. Wear your seatbelt, kids. That doesn't make any sense. It was... Oh, we thought we were smarter than the bugs. That's why we lost. No, you lost because your plan... To kill huge bugs was to send in a bunch of dickheads who aren't even done with military academy uh, with guns. <laughs> well, to be fair, that does make them dumber than the bugs. <laughs> you know, right now those bugs are having a conversation about the fact that uh, those are not zombies in 28 <laughs> days later. Not zombies. I think in 28 I mean, weeks they later, zombies. they're zombies. In 28 weeks later... They're zombies. Yeah, but I think in days, they're not. Oh, they're still zombies. <laughs> but you're wrong. Send them emails, guys. You don't have to be Tweet him. To be Tweet him, at Final Parker. <laughs> Let him know if he's right. <laughs> Would that movie have been any different if those guys were dead zombies? Would it have mattered one iota? Uh... It would have changed whether or not they were zombies. <laughs> Wait, hang on. They can do this? Why do all these people not have limbs? Yeah. He's in a back to tank. Why won't they let Mike Ironside have a new arm if this can happen? They've got robot arms, and yet Michael Ironside doesn't get one. They can just rebuild your leg with real tissue. <laughs> and yet that other guy's got one arm and no legs. <laughs> Couldn't they just reattach it or just take some dead guys and attach it? We can do that now. <laughs> Maybe they just really don't like Michael Ironside. Maybe they were just like, Look, you motherfucker, if you're going to have that name, <laughs> you got to be tough. Yeah. Also, he used his left hand to flip everybody off. So uh, he, he said, fuck you, Michael Ironsides. We're tired of you flipping us off. My uncle, Uncle Ironsides. <laughs> <laughs> he could really party before he lost his arm. Finally, a sassy black woman. <laughs> We've been waiting the whole movie. I've been... Her hair is so terrible, this girl who's not Denise Richards. Oh, my God. Why is she putting it up in, like, some sort of flat top and then turning it into a ponytail? You know, in the future, the world just doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> I guess so. Everyone's living in Buenos Aires. This girl <laughs> is equally hot to Denise Richards. <laughs> Okay. Here's an. Oh, they gave him a robot arm. Nice. 
Okay, well, now things are made. See, I, if I had remembered the second half of this movie ever, I would have never been complaining. Although, I have a new complaint. That that robot arm is happening well below where that nub was before. I think so. Right? Which means his arm has grown. <laughs> also, I think they're just using the robot hand prop from Army of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> Groovy. <laughs> That's why you need to watch Burn Notice. Apparently I do. I can't wait till the scene where Michael Ironside gets uh, split up into a bunch of little Michael Ironsides <laughs> that antagonize him. Yeah. And then the part where he has to uh, get rid of... He has to banish all the bugs by saying three words correctly. Yeah. Clandathu Baradonicto. <laughs> See, I just combined the two movies. That was what we call good improv. <laughs> that was off the top of my bread, which is where I keep crust, which is the part of the bread I don't like, so I gave it to you. <laughs> I like the crust. That's where all the oh, nutrients are. No, that's a lie. That's just the burnt part of bread. No, they got nutrients in there, man. Nutrients. That doesn't make any sense. Why would nutrients be there, not the rest of it? And not I the delicious part of it? <laughs> That's where all the vitamin C is. Is there vitamin C in bread? Yeah, vitamin C, vitamin D, calcium. What about vitamin F? Vitamin F, Adderall, <laughs> Percocets. It's all in there. All right. But just in the crust. Only in the crust. I throw that shit in the trash and laugh yeah. at Ethiopian children as I do it. Your neighbors are Ethiopian. Yeah. You're doing it right. I don't know there. why those kids keep breaking into my house. <laughs> this is some symbolic laugh at, e at uh, foreigners. This no. Your actual neighbors. Yeah. They are funny little kids. <laughs> First, I thought they were Indian and they just wanted a party. <laughs> Wait, are they back? Okay, I wasn't paying attention, clearly. Are they back on the bug planet? Yeah. I do believe. And now they're just having no problem? <laughs> For no problem at all. Well, they uh, were smart this time, and they had those planes drop a bunch of bombs on the bugs. This really is Halo. Yeah. It is the same. Are we? Is everyone else already aware that Halo just stole from Starship Troopers? <laughs> Is this like a known thing? I don't think so. I don't think... I think we're the first people to watch Starship Troopers since 1998. <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> At least the first ones who also have played Halo. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure those demographics never cross over. <laughs> Why can't the military offer them any, like, sleeve armor? No, 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 no. We, they want robot arms aplenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got a surplus of robot arms, so they need to make sure these real arms get injured. Yeah. Look, we already bought them. All right. <laughs> now go out there and find Heisenberg. <laughs> I, 
it really feels like the movie already ended. Like I I don't care that they're now winning. <laughs> yeah. I don't I have any care at all about this yeah, part. <laughs> like this movie is like very like satirical and stuff and like about how like imperialism and war, like colonialism is bad and stuff. So like it seems like the logical ending is to end it with these guys getting all hyped up for war and then losing terribly. Uh, yeah. By like, the it way, seems like that that would be the dark humor like uh, you know, dramatic irony ending that right. this movie was preparing for in the previous hour. Oh, there we go. We lost another arm. Let's get that robot one out here. Uh, I think, by the way, when they first fought the bugs, nobody got covered in green slime. <laughs> All of a sudden, yeah. bugs shoot out green slime when they die. Sometimes, if they're possessed by Slimer from the Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, because we opened up a bug earlier in the movie. No green slime. Yeah. Just guts. This big one's got orange slime. None of this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And why are these bugs hanging out with different species of bugs? You know, that was a really good computer animated guy for 1997 <laughs> on the back of that bug. That's yeah. like a really good effect. No wonder this thing won Saturn Awards. Yeah, computer animated guy like technology was really not there. For like a long, long time. It was the hardest thing to make. That's why Spider-Man Part 1 looks like a bag. <laughs> you know, the Saturn Awards are really the nicest of the awards. Like, they will give them to the worst movies if the part of the category, <laughs> like the part of the movie that fits the category, is good enough. Yeah. You can, well, you can be... The worst fucking movie ever. But if your sound design was good and you are a science fiction movie, you'll still win the sound design award from the Saturn Awards. <laughs> Most Saturn Award winners are also Razzie Award winners. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sci-fi tends to be the genre where most of the bad movies happen. Is that true? I would think horror. Uh, yeah maybe horror but like with horror the only thing you need to do to be like a bad horror movie is to just be like a rip off of Jason have Paris Hilton to where, <laughs> to where to be a bad sci-fi movie what you need is like to spend 200 million dollars on water for Kevin Costner to spend. <laughs> so the stakes are a lot higher that movie was good <laughs> I don't know about that. that that's another Starship Troopers basically mm-hmm Except that movie had Jack Black. Is that right? Yeah, I think he played a pirate in that movie. Huh. My favorite Jack Black role is from The Cable Guy, where he played another guy playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Jack Black in the movie Airborne, the hit 90s movie about rollerblading. I liked him in Biodome. Oh, yeah, he was Polly Shore and Brendan Fraser. Wait, was Brendan Fraser in that movie? I'm confusing Encino Man. Yeah, you're thinking about Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. Same worst. (laughs) Kind of the same. Yeah. That's back when uh, I think that they made that movie about two months after everybody hated Polly Shore. (laughs) So about 
three months after Pauly Shore was introduced to America. <laughs> yeah. Polly Shore was on the Mark Marin podcast the other day. And right? It was the most boring thing that's ever existed because all they did was go, hey, have you ever heard of this guy? And Polly Shore was like, yeah, I heard of that guy. Have you heard of this guy? For an hour and a half. That's all it was. Yo, that means Polly Shore is the only man in the world who has never been upset at Mark Marin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's all of <laughs> that any of the other episodes of What the Fuck Are. Uh, so I pissed you off one time. <laughs> yeah, what was that like? <laughs> what was it like for me to be a dickhead to you? Because I'm the most annoying, insecure man on earth. Wait, did Jake Busey win uh, a battle against the devil? <laughs> How does he get that yeah. fiddle? Well, I think he won a battle against the rave devil. <laughs> yeah. I'm the rave devil. <laughs> Fire on the mountain, boys. <laughs> Come closer and I'll give you some candy to wear. <laughs> candy necklaces. <laughs> I'll give you a binky. <laughs> Does anyone have a cat in the hat hat? <laughs> yeah, leave the shirt like that, lady. It's better. Yeah. Cover up that hair. Ugh. If I were to make love to this girl, I would put a bald cap on her first. Yeah, I'd rather fuck a bald guy. <laughs> yeah, I'd put a bald cap on her and like, uh, I don't know, some like I would get somebody to apply those. Yeah, something else to too, man. <laughs> God, she looks like if Felicity had. A baby with Willem Dafoe. <laughs> and that's just her body. <laughs> she does have the exact same physique as Willem Dafoe in Spider-Man. That's true. Real sunken in uh, chest bones and stuff. Malnourished <laughs> hips that look like they've been broken. Why does that guy's pillow have a bunch of bumps on it? <laughs> If she was trying to hide, why would she be, like, pushing around on the blanket? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, is she breathing so heavily that the whole blanket is just vibrating? Yeah, why not stay still if you're trying to hide? Also, in the most inconceivable part, she was getting away with it. He, he didn't realize anyone was under there. <laughs> Look, Walt. I've been dealing with gremlins and bugs long enough to know. <laughs> I just remembered that you told me that he was in that movie. Yeah. Just I got excited about it again. It's understandable. I was very excited when I saw it. Did he talk like that? Does he always talk like that? It's kind of like that, yeah. Because that's my favorite part about him is that but he's always beleaguered. Yeah. It was like that, but it was 30 years ago, so he sounded less like he was on the verge of death. The place where I work, there's a customer that comes in every day that looks just like Mike, and I always try to make some sort of reference to Breaking Bad <laughs> to, to him to see if he gets that he looks just like Mike. <laughs> so far, nothing. <laughs> ah, that's too bad. Uh, 
one day I asked him if he would prefer having the blue stuff, <laughs> and which which I can't say where I work, but suffice to say, doesn't make any sense for what we sell. And he just looked at he just looked at me very strangely, and I said, "Never mind." <laughs> yeah. You work at a zoo. Yeah. This stuff makes no sense. Yeah. Look, I've been training polar bears long <laughs> enough to know. <laughs> that might be my favorite impression. This is my mic impression. It's pretty good. I like that foreshadowing where Michael Lyons says, hey, somebody has to shoot me. So yeah. now somebody's going to shoot him. That's how screenwriting works. How come nobody has a cell phone in this movie? <laughs> yeah. They should all be updating their apps all the time. <laughs> yeah, why is nobody Instagramming this right now? <laughs> Check it out, Mom. I'm on Bug Planet. I'm going to put a filter on this. <laughs> They're missing out on valuable likes. <laughs> I voted no on Bugs. With my gun. Uh oh. I hope that's not foreshadowing. Michael Ironside had to lift his helmet to see just then. He's not going to get shot in the head and have it explode, is he? Is his helmet defective? <laughs> I can't see. His helmet's in my eyes. My head's too tiny. <laughs> oh, he's taking off his helmet. Yeah, uh, not good. We all know how important these helms are. I guess maybe they'll just give him a robotic head. Yeah, he'll get a robotic head like Destro, the G.I. Joe villain, <laughs> who was played by Doctor Who, if you remember correctly. Uh, oh, Christopher Eccleston? Yep. One of the doctors. It was Eccleston, the most annoying of the doctors. You still keep calling him Doctor Who, though. They're going to start tweeting at you. At his Final name Parker. Is Doctor Who. His name is not Doctor Who. I don't even like the show or watch it, and I know that. Well, no, not so much the character, but the actor. His name is Doctor Who because uh, <laughs> nobody knows who he is. Yeah, that's a good point. I know him from Heroes, where oh, he, played, he, Heroes? he played a hollow man in that. I didn't know. He played, and I watched Heroes. He played the Invisible Man in the first season. That's I my, like that show. That might be why you don't know. He was invisible half the time. Yeah. I like how that show introduced a bunch of characters, like, just because they had powers, and then they lasted for, like, two episodes, and they were gone. Yeah. They're like, this is a cool power, but we can't really write it into the show by any means. Oof. I just had that thing that happens to me when I talk about Heroes, where I remember how good it was, and then how bad it was every season after the first. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. I know. The show started out as, like, the best show. It's kind of like the same way where this movie, like, gets to the part where you think it's going to end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then here we are. They get to the logical ending, and then uh, all of a sudden the Indian doctor gets weird lizard powers. <laughs> yeah. Did Michael Douglas just pop out of that locker? <laughs> He pops out and he goes, oh, greed is good. <laughs> I, need to, I need to let you know about Defense. It. 
Oh, wait a second. Are these bugs mind probing people into raping each other? Is that what's about to happen? I think so. Okay, good. Now this movie makes sense as a Paul Verhoeven <laughs> film. Yeah. Now it fits into his au revoir. <laughs> Over- oh, oh, ovaries? Ovaries. I think they should probably listen to this fucking dude. Yeah. Overtaken once. Why? I would sincerely doubt my chances of being able to hold it a second time. <laughs> okay, seriously, every single time a person has looked up while wearing a helmet in this movie, they can't see. Yeah. And yet nobody has complained about helmet malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> every single person. It's like Batman and trying to turn his head. <laughs> no one thought to make that a possibility until the Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every Batman until the Dark Knight had an immobile head. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> well, it makes the action figures look cooler. That's all Tim Burton cared about. Ugh. I don't think Tim Burton was thinking at all, man. That's probably true. I think he was thinking about, you know, where where can I add a big naked man into the architecture of Gotham? <laughs> I'm crazy. How can I ruin comic books? <laughs> hey, Danny. Danny, let's write a score. How about boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea what Tim Burton sounds like. That sounds about right. That's probably it. What, what if like Beetlejuice like... just showed up in the middle of Batman? <laughs> Tim Burton probably sounds like he's dying of every disease all at once. <laughs> I need to wear stripes. <laughs> Does anybody have striped stockings I can wear? <laughs> Again, nothing climactic about this battle. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe any... Anytime they fight bugs now, I don't believe it. Like, I don't believe there's going to be any end to it. Well, this was like a new experiment in filmmaking. Like, most movies have one climax. But Verhoeven, he wants to put in five or six climaxes. <laughs> also, all of a sudden flying bugs... It's just just now a thing. They probably just evolved just now. Yeah, good point. They're like Pokemon. They just reached <laughs> level 27. Yeah. With rare candies. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if Mr. Mime just started uh, attacking the base as well? <laughs> Mr. Mime! <laughs> just keeps yelling that at them. They shoot at him and he puts up reflect. <laughs> Doesn't do anything. <laughs> Mr. Mine, Mr. Mine. God, that <laughs> would be a, the best one. That would be a great movie to combine Pokemon with Starship Troopers. Yeah, you know, just a bunch of Bulbasaurs coming after them. <laughs> Baba. And those cool Squirtles with the sunglasses. Oh yeah, cool Squirtle. Why did he wipe his mouth? Did he have spit or something? You know, war. <laughs> yeah, war makes you wipe your spit, even if you don't have any. 
That was a perfect uh, opportunity for a Wilhelm scream. I agree. Not used. <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! Uh, man, I wish I could yeah. do a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> ah! <laughs> this whole movie should just be Wilhelm screams. Wouldn't that be great if somebody was just like, all right. Every time somebody screams in this movie, it's just a Wilhelm scream. We never point it out. We never do anything to, like, wink at the camera about it. It's just we're totally serious about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a shot where a woman just sees something scary. (laughs) After this, I'm going to find out what the movie with the most Wilhelm screams is. Oh, boy, that's a good I mean, question. There's got to be one that has like seven or eight. Or I something. feel like one of the Indiana Joneses, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I think The Mummy had a bunch in it. I don't know why I think that, but I feel like the Brendan Fraser vehicle, The Mummy, had a bunch of Wilhelm screams. Might be way off. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I've only seen the Scorpion King. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, if you're going to see one, see the one with the rock. <laughs> of course. Man, that had some of the worst CGI in it. And that was way after Starship Troopers had perfected yeah. it. <laughs> Get this man robot legs. Stats. <laughs> they don't have legs. They only have arms. <laughs> They've got a desk chair for him, though. He was not going to die from those wounds. It was unnecessary. Oh, there's a big bug. Never mind. I forgot what bug stood for. (laughs) Why did he, like, if you're going to do a mercy killing, why not shoot the guy in the face rather than shoot him in his body armor? Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) Why don't you just ask him to take off his helmet? You'll explode his head. That was the fakest woohoo I've ever heard. Okay. How did she not see that bug coming? <laughs> she was literally just facing that direction. And she just gives up and is so excited about the other one exploding. She doesn't see the one coming right for her. Yeah. And why did none of the guys standing behind her try shooting the bug? Because they're too busy slow mowing. <laughs> woohoo! Too busy singing Blur's song number two. <laughs> oh, woohoo! <laughs> you know, she is about to get her head checked <laughs> in a jumbo jet. It's not easy, but nothing is. Nope. Oh, boy, that looks like heavy metal. <laughs> oh, oh, those guys look like they're on pins and needles. I can't make the lyric, well, I lie and I'm easy work (laughs) for anything I'm seeing right now. So there goes this gag. (laughs) How is it possible that like 15 years ago, they made this movie look so good and like it looks a thousand times better than all the sci-fi movies they put out now? Well, you know what it is. I was just thinking this myself is they're still using practical effects, too. 
Yeah, you know? that's true. So all of those times where people just go the easy route, that's just adding to the fact that everything looks fake. There's just nothing real in a frame, you know? When the only thing real in a frame is a, like a single actor, then your mind is drawn to it more. That's true. That's why the Star Wars prequels look retarded. Yeah. It's like every single scene is just two people in a two shot in front of a green screen. Yeah. This, they Those just used really- it sparingly. I th- I think some of the bugs are even animatronic. Possibly. I hate those stupid Star Wars prequels. Like, there's that one scene where uh, Darth Vader and his girlfriend are like... <laughs> Darth a- Vader and his girlfriend! <laughs> Darth Vader and his girlfriend are like playing around in a field and they're like hanging out with uh, yaks or whatever, but they're yeah. CGI yaks. Like, we have real yaks and stuff. Like, yeah. why don't you just throw a real one in there? Banthas in the original Star Wars were just elephants with fur on them. Yeah. You know, and fake horns. Just dress up a camel. Just dress up camels. Or yaks. <laughs> or just a dude. Just have him sit on top of a dude <laughs> in a big green fur. Man, now that Disney owns uh, those movies, I hope they remake them all. And rather than use CGI creatures for everything, just use dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I think... I hope they they just use traditional animation. (laughs) Yeah. They'll all look like Roger Rabbit. Yeah. It's just rotoscoped in. (laughs) Yeah. They'll get uh, Bakshi to do it so that they're all... Like, they changed C-3PO to, like, a really sexy (laughs) C-3PO. And then R2-D2 will have blackface for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) This is madness. (laughs) I've just summed up all of Ralph Bakshi's movies for yeah, you guys. Pretty much. I know this is not Starship Troopers talk, but you know, we're also at the boring part. Uh <laughs> what do you what do you think about this whole Disney Star Wars thing? I think it'll probably be better than George Lucas making Star Wars movies, but I also right. don't really care about Star Wars too much. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Well this is why that- we'll never meet in person. <laughs> I like Empire, and I like uh, the last half of Revenge of the Sith, or whatever. Oof. I like you... when Darth Vader kills all those kids. Yeah, that's that part's fun. <laughs> totally unnecessary. <laughs> Very unnecessary. He did murder I... an entire school of children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I think George Lucas is awful, as evidenced by Howard the Duck. So, if anybody as evidenced else gets to make... by nearly every movie he's ever been allowed to make by himself. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. I mean, yeah, he has like a zero for nine track record on making movies. So, right. if somebody else can try a Star Wars movie, that's fine with me. Yeah, I think uh, I think they will be good in that they won't. They will be Star Wars universe without. George Lucas fucking it up. I think they will be bad and that they are entirely unnecessary. And yet yeah. I want them. I want them. I want them. <laughs> I, I I honestly feel like I have something to live for now. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I need to just make it to 2015 so I can see the next star Wars. <laughs> also. Yeah. On a personal level, this ruins things for me because I like Marvel and comic books a great deal. So this just really shits on all the Avengers and everything being the best movies ever. 
<laughs> I was really getting used to uh, Avengers being the number one movie ever made. Now it's going to go all to shit. These new Wookiees. No, all you need to do is wait for Avengers number two, where they'll have the Wasp. <laughs> wasp is going to change everything. Everyone loves Janet Van Dyne. Can't wait for that Ant-Man movie. <laughs> yeah, things, yeah, we'll probably go straight downhill from here on out. We're going to have Ant-Man, the Wasp. Rocket Raccoon. And that's assuming that Iron Man 3 is going to be any good. I mean, if we all recall, the second one wasn't really that good, and that was made by the same guy. This is a whole new guy. That's true. We are in for a world of hurt. <laughs> also, Iron. what made Iron Man 2 uh, at least good in some respects was Foxy Scarlett Johansson, and I don't think this one even has that. I think you're right. They've got a whole bunch of other ladies and Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yeah. Which is a separate category. I just want to be clear. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow and ladies. Gwyneth Paltrow is the horse-haired lady of the Iron Man series. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. She likes to go riding. <laughs> and not in the way we want foxy ladies to, but in the way where you date the guy from Coldplay. <laughs> and have a kid named Apple. Uh... <laughs> God, this movie is still going. We've got so much left to go. I literally turned my chair away from the TV that whole time we were talking about that. And I checked an email. <laughs> Not a joke. This is a lot of movie here. Suave. Sorry, I was trying to, I was trying to time it for you. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I had a feeling we should have done Starship Troopers three, starring Casper Van Dien. <laughs> yeah, they all don't they all star him? I think so. He, I haven't seen any except for the first one. I bet he just lives so comfortably off of this one franchise. <laughs> Probably, despite the fact that nobody likes any of these movies. Yeah, even the people who do like these movies, or this movie, probably don't even realize that there are like four sequels. Yeah, <laughs> and a remake coming. I think the remake already came out. Did? I think, the well, I think there's a cartoon remake that's out. <laughs> By Disney. It's on Netflix, I believe. And Ralph Bakshi. <laughs> <laughs> where, where we finally get to see Denise Richards' tits. Yeah. But they're cartoon tits. And they're in blackface. <laughs> yeah. Black tits. <laughs> they just make the areolas bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made myself laugh. <laughs> you ever do that thing where you don't know you're going to say a thing? Ooh, I think I just heard a Wilhelm scream. Nice. I, I, shit, I think I talked over it, but I think there was one. Ah! <laughs> Why is there all this fire in space? Why is all there all this fog in a spaceship? <laughs> They've breached the hull of the uh, dry ice unit. See, here's the way I always look. Whenever ships blow up in movies, there's always fire. And the way I look at it is there's oxygen inside the ship, right? Yeah. So that would catch fire, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's true. I guess it wouldn't burn for that long. 
and it would probably also burn everything immediately. <laughs> but yeah. uh, that's the way I always try to justify it in my brain when I see things explode in space in movies. The real question is, how is all that sound happening? Yeah. Which, I, which partially the same argument could be made. If there's oxygen inside those ships, then sound waves could be carried on them. But nevertheless. Yeah. In space, no one can hear you Wilhelm scream. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks for letting me finish talking and waiting that one out to say that. That was good. <laughs> no problem. Trash cans. There's just trash cans right there. Those are RTD. Those are spaceship trash cans. <laughs> yeah, trash can technology hasn't changed that much. <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> I literally have no idea what the storyline is right now. Everybody's just escaping Bug Planet. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Who knew that bugs would be so good at space war? Well, we weren't smart enough to know. <laughs> That's true. I like that these escape vehicles look like uh, the cars for a roller coaster. Yeah, they do. I, maybe they were planning to make a ride out of this. Yeah. At Paramount's King's Dominion. <laughs> <laughs> That's a theme park in Virginia. Yeah, or maybe it will be a ride at Bush Gardens, like we've talked about. That's mm -hmm. a callback to a different episode mm -hmm. of Volvo Blicks. Yeah. We talked about Bush Gardens once or twice. <laughs> or that might have been before an episode. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who cares? No one's Either listening. Way. Everybody's <laughs> tuned out at this point, right? Yeah. They've gone to, Everybody. They've gone to make dinner. <laughs> Everybody's falling asleep. Yeah. Or they just assume that the movie ended where it should have ended, and now they're watching part two. <laughs> I like this logic that if your new girlfriend's dead, then you automatically start caring about whether or not your old girlfriend is alive. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. What's the next easiest pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay, I've slept with this one. She's dead. Now, who's the next one I've slept with? <laughs> Pretty much all that's going on. Makes sense. So these two guys who have had... Like, they've been in their own movie this whole time, away from Casper <laughs> Van Dien. Yeah, right. In, they're now, in plot B. <laughs> yeah. They're now going to be a part of Casper Van Dien's plot in the most convenient and shitty way possible. Yeah. And also, uh, this movie, still going. Yep. <laughs> We're at uh, an hour and 47 minutes. Hour and 47 minutes and they joined the plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. bring Remember to bring that knife, sweaty guy. Well, at least we've had Jake Busey throughout this. That's true. Isn't he like, wouldn't his only purpose be to have somebody that we kind of connect with toward the beginning and then die? <laughs> it's like, yeah. there's no point to having him. There's no point in having Neil Patrick Harris. There's really no point in there being two ladies and a, another dude for a love triangle. <laughs> we had a love rectangle in this movie. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, if if you're gonna have an eight-hour movie, I guess you need a lot of characters. <laughs> guess so. Did he just get spliced in the butt? <laughs> he most certainly did. How horrific! Like, I think they need to make a slasher movie about a guy who only attacks anuses. Uh, that's a real-life thing that happened in Virginia. <laughs> oh yeah, the butt slasher. The butt slasher. <laughs> I remember that guy. Yeah, he was my neighbor, Tito. Your Somalian neighbor. <laughs> Ethiopia. Okay, so what What was the point of those guys crash landing heroically only to be killed by bugs? Like, couldn't they have just died in space and saved us like eight minutes? Well, the bugs are now actually going to make them their leaders. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, they're still alive. See, that's the weirder part about this movie. Like, the like the Jurassic Park movies, right? Mm-hmm. It turns out the dinosaurs are smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they they display that rather than just keep saying that. <laughs> yeah. And then, but in this movie, like, there we see the consequence of bugs being very smart. But there's never anything where we're... Like, oh, yeah, look, they're communicating with each They still just act like mindless bugs. Yeah. <laughs> but I then also believe- they're able to hatch plans. <laughs> I don't believe for a second that these bugs can unlock a door. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although you could still fool them with a reflection. <laughs> You mean the one way to go? Thanks, Rico. I guess we should go that way. Down this tunnel. <laughs> this singular tunnel. <laughs> we should go. Wait, which way? Which way did we just come from? <laughs> Since that's the only other option. You idiot. What a stupid line. Oh, man. So imagine crossing a bridge with somebody. Halfway across the bridge, he turns to you and he goes, we should go this way. And points to the direction you're already headed. That's what just happened. That's good navigation skills. Yeah. He's a regular uh, TomTom. It's a a GPS, right? Did I make that up? Okay. And once again, like, for scenes that we could have easily gotten rid of, that scene... Three minutes long or something, easily gone. Yep. I could have believed without that scene that they found their way into the cave. I would have had no problems with that. Isn't this one of Godzilla's villains? <laughs> I think so. Isn't this like Mothra before it's a moth? This big anus creature. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is the most anusy creature I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of anus creatures in my day. Ugh. And then once again, this creature with the anus, clearly a very different species than all these other guys. Yet they're getting along. <laughs> I don't buy that for a second. 
species here well, on Earth don't get along like that. The the bugs all listened to their bug version of the band War, <laughs> uh, and they found out that they could be friends. Uh oh, things things look a little bit stuffy here. If his head cracks open, then I think that bug just injected him with the stuff. That's true. When they bury his corpse, it's going to look like Garrett Morris. <laughs> they haven't bothered to feed this butthole bug with any of the other humans they've killed. Why these two? Why was this such a display? Well, they had this butthole bug left over from some other movie. I think so. so. It looks familiar from something else. He brought a menorah. They're going to celebrate Hanukkah with the bugs. <laughs> well, they are Jewish. Uh, yeah, a dreidel, rather. My bad. I'm, that's very racist. I mix those two things up. That's not racist. <laughs> Who cares? We're all Nazis here. <laughs> Run, you've got a big bomb blow them up <laughs> why did you just threaten them with it why yeah. did you use it well apparently it's not a bomb it actually is a dreidel and they were tricking me uh, the bugs found out it wasn't real when they realized they didn't bring any guilt <laughs> they didn't bring any guilt they're not guilty for killing all the items <laughs> right that that famed buggish guilt. <laughs> oh, I like that, that Denise Richards has completely recovered from her yeah, life-threatening bug impalement. I like that the whole reason they didn't just already use the bomb was so that this guy, who we have no idea who he is, <laughs> could have a heroic sacrifice. Yeah. I love when extras have heroic sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other thing is he's like shooting them and he is managing to kill them yeah so he's just going to kill all the ones he would have exploded yeah he just exploded all their dead bodies oh no rubble now what will we do? Am I the only one who thinks that would never actually be a problem? <laughs> rocks falling down. Yeah, well, yeah. The Just rocks dig your way down. out. <laughs> well, especially if they've fallen down, blocking your way further into the cave. They always <laughs> fall on a perfect wall. <laughs> yeah. It just fits together like Tetris pieces. Oh, and by the way, it wasn't a problem. They just walked out. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what it right is? Out. You know what it is? He turned around and he said, let's go this way. Yeah. And they just went the other way. And then they walked right out the same cave that Iron Man came out of. <laughs> yep. Part one. I think it is. It probably is the same place. I bet they shot at the same place. Probably.
Oh, I hope they play uh, Iron Man by Black Sabbath at the end of this. I am Iron Man. I hope they play some Iron Butterfly. Ooh, in a God of the Vita? Mm-hmm. It's a bug. <laughs> so Neil Patrick Harris, like, looks exactly like a Nazi on purpose. In this yeah, movie. they all, all the, the commanders do. I'm telling you, this is a Nazi movie. I believe. This is about Nazis. Nazi-aiding. What point? Yeah. What point did we decide to start referring to them as Nazis instead of Nazis? I don't, I would have preferred Nazis. Yeah, me too. So it's weird that Neil Patrick Harris still still has like a little boy voice at this point, right? Yeah. Well, it goes with his little boy haircut. <laughs> What a wonderful time. Do you remember being a little kid and your mom would take you to the barbershop and she would say, just a boy haircut. It has uh, a normal kind of haircut. Parker, have you ever seen me? Do you think I've ever had a little boy's haircut? <laughs> I'm surprised you have. <laughs> We're both long yeah. hairs. That's true. I've never had short hair. I did once, but mm. I was already an adult. So yeah, maybe my mom never ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said, do I remember a thing that you don't remember? <laughs> I heard about it in a book, I guess. I've been having long hair long enough to know, Walt. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm bald. Never mind. Like everybody else on that show. Take me back to my granddaughter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know this is the last episode, or second to last episode of the recent season of Breaking Bad. But why did Mike get caught in the park? <laughs> He's Mike. His whole point is that he knows everything that's going to happen. He's always prepared. And he fell for the most obvious fucking plan. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Hated that scene. Also, so, like, like they never really mentioned this, but he just left his grandma. They just butt-fucked that brain bug. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Disgusting. What were you saying? So, Mike, he just left his granddaughter there to be abducted in the park, right? Like, he just peaced out? Yeah. That's despicable. That's like that's that's something Mike would never do. He would never fall for that lawyer's call. He would realize immediately that he's giving up his location, and yet, nope, just did it. I'm out. I'm out, Walt. So <laughs> that means I'm no longer gonna think about anything. <laughs> just gonna sit at the park, scratch my balls, and look at my granddaughter. <laughs> I've been doing this long enough to know that my granddaughter is probably going to die. <laughs> oh, oh, God, it's over. I That was the end? Did we yeah. win? <laughs> I don't really understand. We just butt-fucked that bug. That means yeah. every, it's over? I guess so. There won't ever be bugs again? <laughs> I guess that whole planet only had one queen bug. Yeah, apparently. No, of course it didn't. If like at no point no one went, oh yeah, remember how stupid we were and ignorant to these things? There's probably more of them. Yeah. By the way, well, Buenos Aires is not back. <laughs> you don't have a home to go home to. There are no cities other than Buenos Aires. I don't the think there were. <laughs> everybody seem like seemed it. to be from there. And everybody was secretly Hispanic. Oh, Dina Meyer got second billing. That's weird. That's weird. 
Yeah, you think it'd be Denise? Huh. She's third. It's close. Eh, it's not close enough. Jake Busey somehow got fourth, Billy. Yeah, over Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> I guess he appeared more. Well, I mean, he appeared in the background of scenes a lot more, but he didn't do much of anything. Yeah, well, that's all this movie requires of you. You still get a heroic <laughs> sacrifice if you do. <laughs> Rue McClanahan as Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Say for Brenda Strong. There's Dean. Never did catch that bug meth. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, I, I guess that is. I guess that is awful flicks. <laughs> this is the only one where at the end I felt worse for having done it. <laughs> Me too. And, I- and going into it, we were both like, "This is a fairly good movie." And I still think it's a good movie, but I, so much of it is so unnecessary. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, this could have been, like, the best 90-minute movie. Well, look, I know we're uh, two hours and 13 minutes into this, but I would I would say this one's a skip. <laughs> <laughs> this episode or this movie? Both. <laughs> Just skip it, okay? Now that you're at this point, skip. Skip the rest. Not what I'm about. Don't skip what I'm about to say. Skip everything before this. <laughs> to this point. Carmen Ibanez. <laughs> Hispanic. Sergeant Zim. Hmm, that's where the invader came from, I guess. Yeah. Rumik plays biology teacher. Yeah, of course. Uh, wait a second. There's a character in this movie named Dizzy. And there's a character in this movie named Sergeant Gillespie. <laughs> Not even trying. Puppeteer. I like that those. Well, one of the characters a puppet? Yeah. Jake, Jake, Jake Busey. Busey. <laughs> yeah, we both <laughs> knew that was the answer. <laughs> yeah, Jake Busey. All right. Well, I think. Uh, I think we don't have to talk through these dumb credits, right? I mean, about the movie anymore. We're done, right? Yeah, we've seen enough movie that we don't need to talk about these re-recording mixers. Wait, does that say the guy's name is Stephen Hunter Fuck? Whoa, that's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you can call me Steve. Uh, I'll call you Hunter Fuck. Thanks. <laughs> that's Mr. Hunter Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Uh, let's see. What do we say at the end of these things? Awful Flicks, we are on iTunes. If you'll please subscribe to us on iTunes, just go to iTunes, search for Awful Flicks, hit subscribe. We would love to have your comments and your five-star ratings on there to help people find the show. See, I've noticed your, your listeners at Pool Party Radio, they're subscribing to Awful Flicks. My listeners, nope. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. Awful Flicks shows up in your also listen tos but not in mine. Well, I think that's because the people who listen to Pool Party are mostly the people who listen to Junk Dinner, and they already like movies. That's a good point. You do have a movie crowd. So if you are, if you do happen to be one of my listeners as well, I implore you, subscribe to the show, leave a, leave a nice comment and a five-star rating, and hey, how about this? If you, uh, if you leave your Twitter handle in the rating on iTunes... We'll give you a little shout out. Say hi to you in the next show and uh, tweet at you. Sounds good, right? 
That sounds like a fair deal. Sounds like a sounds like a nice little thank you. Uh, New deal. Our, square deal. <laughs> yep, a square deal. A squirtle. <laughs> squirtle cool <yeah>. squirtle. <laughs> squirtle. Um, a square deal. Squarespace. We're brought to you by Squarespace. Visit squarespace.com slash nerdist for a deal on squares. I don't know what they do. Uh, is that a website thing, Maker? You got no idea. Ugh, who cares? They were talking about it on the uh, that Paul Shear podcast that isn't very good. Paul Shear. Oh, uh, how did this get made? Yeah, you know, I post. There's a big. Uh, there's a big to do. I posted awful flicks on Reddit, and we had this big to do when I posted on there. Where the very first comment, and if you post in the podcast section of Reddit, you're going to be lucky to get a comment. And the very first, and at the time only comment we had on the episode was, "So this is pretty much how did this get made?" <laughs> and that pissed me off so bad and i got in this war with redditors because i just said no do you clearly didn't even listen to this it's not even the same concept i was like we are a ripoff it's of mystery science theater 3000 not of how did this get made yeah we're ripping off something totally different and better (laughs) yeah way better we're ripping off way better and then i said and by the way I think it's a better podcast. <laughs> that really sent them in a tizzy. It's like, look, their audio is not that good. Okay. Yeah. And it's the guy from Piranha 3 D making fun of bad movies. It's a little ironic for my tastes. Ugh, I hate everything. <laughs> also, that's a fairly new podcast. Like, there have been bad movie podcasts. <laughs> that's on the exactly what I years. said. I was like, you're aware that. Every podcast that existed in 2006 that was not a tech podcast was a bad movie podcast, right? <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> that there, that these have existed for a very long time before Paul Shear was known <laughs> as a human being. Before, before anyone knew who Jason Manzukis was. <laughs> I still don't know Jason Manzukis. I, I only know who he is because I've seen him in real life. <laughs> I wouldn't pay attention that he was on that podcast. I and I do. Li- I to be fair, full disclosure, I listened to that podcast. I think I listened to it today. Uh, I listened to it last night for the first time in a couple of months. That's why it was on the brain. There you go. But I don't ever get any joy out of it because I never bother watching the movie they're talking about. I just yeah. listen to it because it's a thing that keeps me occupied on the subway. Mm-hmm. That movie, or if you've if you've never listened to that podcast, or if you don't want to, here it is. Oh, something happened in this movie. It was crazy. Yeah. How crazy was this thing that happened? It was so crazy. Yeah. The whole movie is I know, <laughs> or the whole yeah. podcast is I know. It was like, yeah. why did that happen? That's my Jason Manzukis. <laughs> That's pretty good. Is he the guy I with the beard? Literally, could not believe it. Uh, yeah, he's the <laughs> guy with the is. beard. He's the guy of indeterminate. Uh, ethnicity. Yeah. Is he on the league? Uh-huh. I've seen that guy in real life as well. I saw him at UCB one time. Yeah. Well, he's he's in UCB at New York, in New York a lot yeah. as well. I've seen him there several times. That's where I saw him, on a vacation. Ah, vacays. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we are not How Did This Get Made. <laughs> if you made it not to the even. end of this and you still think that, fuck you. <laughs> uh, but again, skip this episode. Uh, so anyway, that's, that's, uh, a classic reason why we need your reviews on iTunes because people do think like, that's how dumb people are. 
People don't get that, I think. People think better of other humans, and you shouldn't. Most people will look at our, our what our basic premise is, just reading it, never listen to the show, and go, yeah, you're pretty much a thing that just came out a month ago. <laughs> Yeah, that's nothing like this. <laughs> You're ripping off the podcast that has two episodes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, please, for the love of mercy, <laughs> have mercy. Uncle Jesse says, uh, please help us out and leave those ratings on there. You can of course find awful flicks and our website over at the pod awful channel, podawful.net is the website for that where you can also find my podcast pod awful program and pool party radio as well that's parker's podcast Mm -hmm. and those are all the p's i can think of right now so (laughs) we really got to change something there that doesn't work (laughs) especially since i don't have a pop filter yeah that whole that whole plug just sounds like Let's change the names of our shows. Oh, God. Okay. I'll name yours and you name mine. You ready? Okay. Okay. I think you should call your show uh, Animatronic Dildo Jamboree. (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, Yours should be How Did This Get Made? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But I still keep doing my show and people would say, yeah, you're pretty much ripping off How Did This Get Made. That's not even a good name for that show. Yeah, especially because the movies they talk about, most of them are like big budget affairs. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll, t- I'll tell you how Punisher Warzone got made. It's based on a huge popular comic. Yeah, uh, because, because they licensed it. <laughs> Easy to see how a movie based on one of the most popular comics of the last 30 years got made. Oh, my God. They, got, they even got mad when I said, look, their album art is terrible. <laughs> you yeah. know what the best part of that? part of the argument was about a week later they announced that they're having an album art contest (laughs) to get new album art (laughs) which they desperately need which they've needed since day one because it is the worst album art i take great pride in making good album art yeah they take no pride in being terrible people (laughs) yeah their album art is basically predicated on the idea that you remember an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that nobody remembers. I remember Junior. It's just badly photoshopped. <laughs> well, that's it. It's just not good. Ugh, anyway, enough about that. Uh, so, yeah, check out Pot Awful channel by going to potawful.net and make sure if you somehow just know about this show through this show, <laughs> check out our individual <laughs> podcasts as well and uh, hit us up. Awful Flicks itself doesn't have a Twitter or anything like that because I feel like it's overkill at this point. But I'm on Twitter at Pod Awful Parker. I'm there at Final Parker. At Final Parker. And you can tweet at us. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com slash jessieps. And of course, Parker is at facebook.com slash animatronic dildo jamboree. <laughs> That's me. I just changed it while we were talking. Uh huh. And so, uh, you know, if you want to suggest movies to us, this is how you can do it. You can tweet at us. Uh, you can email me. I'm at potawful at gmail.com. Or you can send a, an email to awfulflicks at potawful.com. That way I'll know what it's about. You can suggest movies that we should do. Remember, they do have to be a movie that is currently, at least when you suggest it, on Netflix. Uh, that's, and also terrible. <laughs> don't send us suggestions for good ones. Like, I don't want to do, like, I don't know if there are any good movies on Netflix, but if there are, don't suggest those. 
Yeah, Shawshank Redemption won't be very good. Yeah, that's not necessary. We're trying to improve the bad ones, okay? So, yeah. uh, but also, we, yeah. Also, we're very lazy, so we did this specifically because somebody told us to the other day. So if you yeah. want more episodes, that's probably the best way to get us to do it. You know what? That's a perfect point. Somebody sent on Facebook, I, I, twice now I've gotten messages on Facebook saying, where's the next awful flicks? So if there's public demand for it, we'll do it. We just proved that. Yeah. This only happened because of that. It's all it takes is one Facebook status or one tweet, and we'll get off our asses and do it. Yeah. So I think we said is if Mario Bros. is on Netflix, I guess we said we'll do that next. Although now that I think about it, how did this get made? Just had a Mario Brothers episode. <laughs> we should just do all the movies that they've done. We're, eventually, that's what's going to happen, right? Because that's how they're watching them is <laughs> through yeah, Netflix. True. Uh, or free ones on YouTube or that somebody just happened to upload the whole thing. So send us suggestions. Tell us you want us to get off our asses and do it. Share the episodes with people. This is kind of a weird show. It's not an easy one to get into. But if if you're a movie fan, and I know a lot of you guys are, then you probably know other movie nerds like us and like you where you can go, hey, here's a cool thing to do on, when you're all alone on a Friday night because you are a terrible person. <laughs> Uh, so check out this show and, you know, spread the word. I think the, the best way to get people to listen to this show is actual human interaction by actually sharing it with somebody, emailing it to them, something like that, saying this is something you like. Uh, we got, I don't know if I ever even told you this, Parker, where we got listed on some sort of, uh, database for movie commentaries. Like awful, oh, yeah. awful flicks is on there. I can't remember. Zarban.com, I think is the name of it. Yeah, those guys are great. They're, they, I guess they just scour the internet all the time because they, they... Yeah, I didn't submit it. They just found us and we were, yeah. on, we were on there. I guess if I didn't want us on there, too bad because they just did it. <laughs> but they, no, yeah. it's like it's hosted through our thing. We get hits off of it. So that was very yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, they post the junk food dinner ones too when we do those. Yeah, yeah, I saw those on there. So that's awesome. So there's a, you know, there's been a little spike in activity for Awful Flicks, but we can always use a boost, so... Uh, I don't know. Can you think of anything else, Parker, while I'm continuing to be a bad host? Uh, well, speaking of junk food dinner, our 400th movie is coming up, which Uh-oh. will be an audio commentary. Nice. What is it? What's going on? Uh, well, it's currently up for voting. Uh, I don't know when this will be out. What's in the lead? Right, right now, I think it's Transformers the movie. The first one or the, the, the animated? Yeah, it's either going to be that or Ghost Dad, I believe. The one starring Orson Welles. Yeah. And Leonard Nimoy. It's that one. I hope for Ghost Dad, to be quite honest. Yeah. I, I Although if Ghost Dad ever ends up on Netflix, I want that one. <laughs> That's understandable. He's a ghost who's also a dad. And Bill Cosby. Yeah. We've also got Dream a Little Dream on there, which is kind of what I'm hoping to win. That was my idea. Oh, nice. There. I love Corey's. Well, all of this sounds exciting to me. Yeah. So that episode will be up in two weeks, I believe, at junkfooddinner.com or on iTunes. Definitely check that out. Junkfooddinner.com. Or, uh, alternatively, you can all explode and die. <laughs> Either one. I always forget how we end this show. Always. Yeah, uh, didn't we have some saying in the last two? Been- I think it was, I think I tell everyone to die, and then I think I say, should we just do it? <laughs> I'll just say this is it, okay? So, uh, for Parker, I'm Jesse P.S. I hope you all explode and die, and I'll see you at the boobies. Like that. Roll that rap over so it's like that.
We still tell them old school like that. Roll that rap over soul who's like that. We still tell them old school like that. Roll that rap over soul who's like that. Now we'll be right back after these messages, fellas. Grab your nutsacks, excuse your breasts. We ain't all that grown, it's still funny, like going to the store.